Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello folks, uh, sorry for the lateness there, we were just mimicking the match from last night, uh, I let the flares off in my room and the, the Polish told me I had to uh, go back to the dressing room for a, a week, 10-15 minutes, but we're, we're here now, we're live, um, I'll start by introducing my guest tonight, we have David Thomason, how are you David? I thought you were going to say age before beauty there, I was going to, uh... <laughs> um, yeah great. Thanks. Uh, looking forward to talking about the Rangers again, as we do. At least we've got something good to talk about after last night's result. Uh, we'll go on to that one. Uh, but before that, David Pollock, how are you, my man? I'm smashing. Always uh, good to uh, reflect on a 5-0 victory. Absolutely crushed Dundee. No, that was uh, good stuff last night. I, I really enjoyed that. I thought we could have scored like another couple in the first half right enough and eased us uh, into the second half, but no, we uh, we got there, we, we absolutely destroyed them. Much better. I was, uh, I'm, I'm on the Philip Clement bandwagon, big time. Front row seat. I certainly given us something to get behind. Uh, we'll start the way we always start. We'll go over the, the team news from last night. Uh, the team sheet was Jack Butland in goal, uh, Tavernier, uh, Goldson Balligan came into the starting 11, Ridvan Yilmaz, John Lindstrom, David T's fave. Ryan Jack starts. Sam Lammers keeps his place. Abdallah Seema with Scott Wright and Danilio, according to the Dundee TV commentators. Uh, it was quite frustrating listening to Sima and Danilio all night. Um, but uh, I suppose the, the, the commentators were talking about good things for Danilio, so we'll let him off with it. Uh, David T, I'll start with... Uh, I was going to start with this Balogun coming in defence, um, but I'll go to the, the kind of holding to, because it, it contained your, your buddy, John Lundstrom, but also Ryan Jack came in. Obviously, that will be because of Nicola Raskin's injury. Um, how would you feel that Ryan Jack did? Uh, obviously, we're going to go on to talk about the goal scorers, but I think Jack came in and did quite well last night. Yeah, I thought he was, uh, I thought he was really good last night. I thought he... He, he obviously a different 
although he does the sort of the same as John Lundstrom, he's a wee bit more attacking than Lundstrom is. And I thought he, I, I thought he had a good game. I mean, the whole day, I don't think there was anybody you could really say was bad last night. Even Dezers when he came on, uh, obviously scored and uh, and and played a part in the game. But I, I didn't think there were any bad players last night. And yeah, Butland he had uh, very little to do, and what what he did. Yeah, and another double save because I think he, he, he didn't have the, the the first shot very great, so and he had to make a double save out of it. But if, if he done well the first time, better the first time he wouldn't have had to make a double save. And I think that was the way last week as well. So that's the only that's the only thing I've got against him. But um, no, it was a it was a good game, and and for once we weren't sitting with our with our legs closed trying to trying to <laughs> stop. Stop uh, doing the toilet uh, in, the, in the last ten minutes. So that was that was good as well. It was actually looking for for um, for more goals at the end. Up, uh, I think that was the way. And we've, we've we've now crushed Celtic's goal difference in in what three games now. So that's a very very high positive. Yeah, I'm sure we'll get on to the discussion where we stand in the league um, in terms of the result after last night. Uh, I will move back since uh, I wanted to get the, the Lundstrom and Jack uh, to David T early. Um, Leon Balogun came into the squad. Um, There's been a lot of kind of moving about in this kind of back to the centre-backs. Obviously, we know that Connor Goldson uh, will continue to play centre-back until the end of time, but his partner has, has kind of chopped and changed in the recent weeks. Ben Davies came back in from exile. John Suter's kind of been thrown in. That was mostly during the kind of three-back experiment in Prague. But tonight was Liam Balgan coming back... Uh, last night, sorry. Liam Balgan came back in. Uh, David, obviously, he was uh, kind of fundamental in, in the, the first goal, um, which Jack, which we told we spoke about there, scored. I, I didn't think that Balgan had that stepping forward ability. Uh, John Suter's been quite known for that. He'll get the ball, and if it's not, he'll drive the ball. Balogun was really composed, and he slipped in Danilo, whose shot was obviously parried out to Jack. Do you think he can also do that suitor role where he can drive the ball a couple yards? Oh, absolutely. I thought Liam Balogun had an excellent game. I just think he looked uh, a safe pair of hands, a safe pair of boots, perhaps, miraculously. But uh, one thing that crossed my mind during the game was when watching Balogun, was why did we not include him in our European squad? We must have, we should have sacrificed something, you know, for the guy, the experience that he brings. And uh, last night's performance, you know, uh, I just think the guy just slotted right in there and uh, took to it like a duck to water. And as you say, the first goal, yeah, he just steps out of the fence, just charges forward and uh, makes it slips the pass into Danilo, which was a superb, superbly weighted pass because obviously Danilo's made the run. You know, the offside check was made and Danilo timed his run perfecto. And uh, Leon Balligan played the pass perfecto. Uh, the goalkeeper didn't cover himself in glory, I think, because, you know, I think he possibly could have up better, you know, in collecting that ball or at least pushing it further away. But Ryan Jack, God bless him, uh, made it anticipated. You know, that's always the sign of a good player, eh, when they're anticipating, you know, what, what's, what happens next. And he was there just to not knock it over the line. So, uh, excellent start for us. And pretty much we never looked back after that. I think we uh, we had indeed arm's length the whole evening. Uh, we had chance after chance the first half. Danilo could have come over with a hat trick in the first half. 
uh, and we just continued in the same vein. In fact, we possibly even took it up a notch in the second half with the chances that we created. So, no, an excellent night's work. I was uh, Dundee just never even get close to us. They were it, had it been a boxing match, it would have been stopped. Yeah, I think that would have made me a third round TKO, uh, a ref stoppage. What's going on? What happened? Uh, we spoke about him. We've kind of hinted at him, but um, Danilo started um, last night. Um, obviously, Dessers was hooked at half time at, at the weekend, and uh, we kind of toyed at the fact would would Danilo get his starting chance? How much of the game he would have? And Clement would say. Yes, he'll have a he'll have a good chance of playing a lot against Dundee, but he wouldn't have the ninety. Uh, he certainly looked up for it. He was giving us that energy that maybe Dessers hasn't doesn't have in the kind of early opening twenty minutes, where it is covering yards, trying to press and get on the the front foot early. Obviously, he gets I think you would call it the assist on Jack's Jack's goal, but he also he could have scored one or two extra in the first twenty minutes. David T is. This is kind of what we've been hoping for the six million pound man, haven't we? Well, I think in the end up he could have scored five or six, uh, just him. But one one thing I'll just go to if I can go back to Balligan, there was uh, one of these um, different commentaries came around today, and it said the the Dundee defence vanished quicker than Dundee emails. So I thought that was I thought that was quite funny. Anyway, um, to go back to your question, now he just gave a, indeed a, a lot of energy. Uh, you can also, it looks like to me like Dessers looks where the centre forward, the centre half is, and Danilo looks to get away from the centre half. He, he can find room far better than Dessers can. He brings other people into play as well. If you, if you think of the, he, he linked up with Seema quite a good, uh, quite a few times yesterday. He got the, I think the, the goal was virtually a one-two with with, uh, with Sima got the ball through from Sima, so they were linking up quite good together, uh, and he just brings an awful lot of energy. And I think he's a, a bigger handful for centre halves than Dessers is. But it's it's funny as well that Dessers actually we all talk about the how many goals he scored for Feyenoord, but most of the goals Dessers scored for Feyenoord was coming off the bench. So maybe maybe he does. Way better when he's coming off the bench. Maybe waiting for the other uh, defenders to get tired before he comes on makes a big difference to him. Yeah, we've kind of spoken about the kind of early stages of the match, and we'd kind of joked about uh, the delay to tonight's pod. Um, David Paul, I guess what is, what is your thoughts on the kind of flare up, as I called it, in our, in our agenda? Because I just, I think it was probably poor timing based on the fact that the kickoff was delayed by forty five minutes. I think maybe less, uh, less diehard in in our support would have been thinking I need to get to my bed at some point this evening. So, uh, to some, it might have been a bit silly, but to others, it was a a really good display. What's your thoughts on it? I thought the display is excellent. I just think the the Union Bears, you know, and the Rangers away support were awesome last night, they, as a, as they usually are, and they were again last night. And you know, there's I think it just must give the team you know a huge lift in terms of when they they roll out and they see that the backing that they've got, you know, I think it just just I think give them some confidence if nothing else, you know. And I think it's it's just a bit part, and you know, in the 
and in, in preparation for the game. But I think once the the players, you know, have had the team talk inside and they roll out onto the pitch and they've got that sort of backing, so loud, so visual, you know, I think they, they cannot help but but take a lift from that. And uh, and I'm hope, hoping that that is reflected was reflected in the performance that they uh, they set about Dundee from the word go, and 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 never let go. They never let up and. Uh, more performances like that because it was good to see, as I said to you, you know, just before we came on, it was good to see Rangers approach a away game and a away game in, in the SPFL like it wasn't going to the new camp. You know, it was uh, we, we treated Dundee with the respect that they deserved and uh, just set about them. So, no, that's uh, far more like it for me in, in terms of our away performances. I think sometimes we, are, we start quite slowly you know, which we've done numerous times and we know where that ends up. You just encourage them. Whereas I think Dundee's uh, hopes were dashed from about the fifth minute onwards. And after that, it was damage limitation from their part. And, and, and they knew it, which is, uh, which is always good. David T, I'll, I'll come back on that one. Clement came out after the match and said that he's been really happy with how the fans have gotten behind the team since he arrived. Are we thinking that's a way of him saying good stuff without saying more of the same um, to cover his, his, his tracks maybe I don't know I don't know what Clement thinks I, I know I'm afraid I'm going the other way I'm, I'm afraid I don't think it should be football games I think uh, it brings looking at a safety aspect of it I think uh, it's, it's it's a dangerous hobby and I just don't think it should be football there's, there's people gets burned all, burns all the time with these kind of things it's not the first time that people have been burnt with them. Uh, thankfully, now there's not a lot of wooden uh, stadiums anymore. They're, they're virtually almost all away. But obviously, in the old days, that would have been uh, uh, fatal. But um, no, I, I, I just don't think it should, it should, we should be doing that. We, we know it's illegal. And we're probably, the club's going to probably get a heavy fine for it. So I'm afraid it's not for me. I mean, it's certainly at that moment it looks great, but just not at a football game. When, when you're talking about uh, 50,000 people being at a game, the likes of Hamden at the week, uh, in the coming week, 50,000 people crammed inside. You just can't get away anywhere. And if anything happens, then uh, then I'm afraid it, it, it could cause a lot of trouble. And uh, that's, that's just uh, my last days were of a safety officer. So I've obviously looking at safety first, and that's why I'm totally against it. My theory behind the whole thing was that we were expecting to play at Hamden on Saturday, and we'd got ones that expiry dates were for Saturday, and realised we won't be able to use them on Sunday. <laughs> so we're out of date. So who are we going to use them? Uh, we'll just use them at Dens Park. Um, but yeah, I, I suppose it's one of those things where it looks brilliant, spectacle wise, but given the certain op, uh, mob on the other side and their kind of headline grabbing recently, I think it's probably not the best idea um, because you know what it's like, the media up here, they'll use that as an equaliser and, and tarnish us with the, and batter us with the same brush. Um, I, I think it was quite funny. It was summed up pretty well by Nico Raskin on Instagram, uh, posting it and saying, oh, this is great, and then swiftly getting told to take that down. Um, I think that kind of sums it up from the club's perspective. Um, but we went into half time with the one goal lead. I think 
we kind of been speaking before the start of the pod, Davy P, about we're at, sitting in half time, not feeling the same kind of worry that we've maybe had, the dread of coming out in the second half and getting caught with an early goal, and all of a sudden the next what half hour is the opposition get that that buzz of you know we can go and take more than just a point and it becomes that nervy affair that we've seen a lot. Rangers came out in the second half and although we don't like mentioning the handbrake, it was well and really taken off and we just went on and just ran through them. Yeah, <clears throat> which is always yeah, well, what we've been crying out for, you know, to for Rangers to you know to keep up that tempo. Uh, both sides of the half, you know, because we've been accused of slow starts and we have started slowly. Uh, and we've also been, you know, in periods, you know, in their bill where, where it would drop off in the second half and it would all be a bit insipid. No, I, I think we uh, just kept on it. The energy was good. The commitment was good. The, the tempo, I mean, I would even say it picked up in the second half. And it was just wave after wave of Rangers attack. So, no, more, more of the same, please, uh, Philippe. God bless you. I'm mean, just giving a light cuddle. I mean, it, it doesn't look the cuddly type, but uh, I think I'm going to have to broach that when I, when I see him next, whenever that may be, Sunday. But I think, Dave, in terms of the fireworks, well, see when we walk out on Sunday at, at three o'clock in Hamden, there'll be huge flamethrowers at the side of the pitch, shooting flames, you know, 30, 40 feet into the air. So, I mean, if you're going to talk about, you know, potential fire risks, What's the energy source for, for, for these things? Are they running a gas line to the side of the pitch? So, I mean, I wouldn't get too hung up. And, you know, these most of the people who, who are in that range of support last night, you know, they, they know they know what they're doing, but, but they also know the risks. So, you know, and there's there's not much in uh, Dens Bar. When, have you, when were you last in Dens Bar? There's nothing to burn there. It's just, uh, I think the Bob Shankly stand is just uh, much like the, it's much like the one at Motherwell, isn't it? It's just a uh, breeze block and, and, and plastic seats. So could it happen? It probably could. Is it likely to happen? No. But that's true of their flamethrowers at the side of the pitch in Hamden. So, uh, I mean, if they want to set an example, then I'll, I'll hope to see them gone on Sunday. But they won't be. They'll be there. I think, there's, you know, health and safety is important. It's absolutely you know, but if uh, if you want to take it to its logical conclusion, then you wouldn't leave the house. You just stay in the house. Just don't bother playing the game. Someone might get hurt. No, I don't. I think you're totally wrong there, Dave. That's uh, that's looking at it quite in a in a in a the reverse the re, the reverse way to look at it. The, the the thing is, you're bringing in an extra dimension that that could cause trouble. And we've already seen what happens when when people start crushing. If, if there was something happened and people tried were trying to get out right away, uh, we've seen what happened. We, we don't want to see it again. What happened when when people start crushing each other, and uh, that's just brings in a dimension that could cause that. And I'm afraid I'm just totally against it for the safety wise. And the fact that obviously you can walk out the house and walk onto the road and get run down by a car. Yes, you can, but. This, this is something that you can do something about. There'll be a route to stop it and just don't have bring these things into football grounds. Well, seeing uh, on that note, in terms of repercussions for Rangers, uh, it wasn't uh, so long ago that, you know, a player on the pitch kicked a flare into the crowd, you know, which was lit and nothing happened. So I don't think Rangers will have uh, much in, in terms of 
you know, a case to answer because, uh, you know, if, if you want to talk about dangerous acts, then that one's just insane. So if, if they're going to take action now when they didn't before, then uh, I think we should be calling them out for, you know, victimisation. So, no, I think it's, like, let the young guys have their day. because So if, if they want to search everyone and stop it, then um, how did they get them into the ground? Well, funnily enough, I asked my do daughter that last night uh, how how they done that because she's quite and well, she's not in the the, the FC Twenty uh, was ultras, but she knows a lot a lot of them. And similarly, the 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 big flags they've got, they roll them up in the flags because they don't roll out the flags to 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 see what's inside them. But they say they can just keep them in their pockets, really, because they're not really searched before they go into these kind of games. Obviously, yeah. if they're playing Celtic or something like that, they, they, they might be searched. But that's the way she says they're just in their pockets or they roll them up in flags and, and, and take them into the ground that way because nobody looks inside the flags. Yeah. I there think you go, know, folks. When we, just, when, sorry, you Andrew, just when I was winning 55, well, obviously the Union Bears had the, the Clyde side, you know, yeah. uh, and I think that is, uh, that'll go down in the annals of history. In terms of you know what spectacles for Rangers winning the league, that was just uh, absolutely awesome. So I, I'm I I'm of a view that if uh, if they do get hurt when they're, they're then they, that's a risk they've taken, and uh, clearly not being as careful as they need to be. But and I wouldn't be uh, stomping on anyone for, for for that display. I think that it just it let up the, let up our team. So. If that's what it takes, then uh, I, I'm prepared to go for that. Well, there you go, folks. There's a, a very opinionated show tonight. You can't, you can't lie. We're getting some good discussion back and forth. What I would say is I'd like to see your your son, media writers, and your daily record media sitting in a Galatasaray Fenerbahce game and, and with a notepad out going, the smoke, the flares, there's too much of this. They should be getting stadium bans and, and just all oh, the Turks laughing at them. Um <laughs> You see some displays in football with it, and it is like it's like the sun is sitting in, in the stand. Uh, the, the, it can get quite wild, but um, back getting back on track with it, the 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 gels uh, performance. Um, we kind of spoke on Danilo's goal with the, the nice passing move with Sima, but um, a goal that I don't think many of us expected. Never mind how the goal was produced. Uh, David Thomas, talk to me about a, a Dutch magician. Um, what a strike. I mean, a bit of people on Twitter going, you know, I'd, I'd, I'll, I'll give you my bank account if Lammers scores. Um, are, are a bit red-faced this, this morning. Uh, it was a stunner, wasn't it? Yeah, I was thinking, Sammy Lammers, he only scores the Brammers. <laughs> so that's where I've been having that in my head all day. Now, crackery a goal, and he really he set it up himself with his movement. Took the ball away about, got himself a, a yard and a half, so about, and then then just launched it into. And uh, we're all sort of uh, sitting waiting for it to go into row fifty six uh, at the at the back, but <laughs> come off the come off the crossbar and down onto the ground, and I think it actually came back up, and hit the inside of the crossbar again or something like that. Anyway. Uh, so obviously a lot of power in it, and yeah, I mean he got a chance in the first half as well, 
where, where, he, where he launched it past the post, where he should have actually scored then. I think it was probably easier to score than it would have been to, to put it past the post. But uh, no, it was, a, it, was a, it was a cracker of a goal. And hopefully, hopefully, it's going to kick off his uh, Rangers career. You can there, you can see sometimes there is a football in, footballer in there, but he's just, I don't know, is it timid? Is he too timid? Or is he, I don't know what the... What the the cause is, this just doesn't seem to come out in him. And oh, I mean, you've got to, to say the manager's doing a job and keeping him in there. It would have been easy to for him, for him to pull him out and and just play Cantwell all the time. But he's obviously not done it. I mean, he Cantwell sitting in the bench yesterday, which which nobody expected. Well, I certainly didn't expect it anyway. I would I would have thought Cantwell would be the first name on the on the team sheet, but obviously not. So I just hope it. I hope the the Bears fruit for the future, and uh, and he, he gets. He, we know what he can do now, so he's got to keep up that and and, and even get better. Because I, I think he, his all round game was just that it was it wasn't too bad either. Thought he, I thought he'd have done a quite a lot for the team as well. Yeah, I hate, I hate to be the, the Jeremy uh, Jeremy Clarkson's smug face um, that I have been in the past with maybe Rabbi Matondo. Less less spoken outside in, on the streams, but in, in our group chat during the week. It was quite heated with the uh, defence uh, of Dessers and Lammers from myself. Um, I don't know. I I I don't know. It's something about me that clings on to the like the, the the kind of odd one out in the group that maybe nobody backs. Um, or you know, the my, my boys came out last night and they did so well. Um, but I'll move back to before the goal. Um, DVP, we were spoken. We we'd spoken before the start about. The kind of build up to that goal, because you know, with Michael Beal, we were just passing the ball about, just popping it back and forth between the centre halves. Maybe stick it out in the wing, nothing there. We'll move it back, and we'll just recycle and recycle and recycle. But I mean, last night that was, it looked more with an intent. Where are we moving the ball back? We're moving it side to side, but we're dragging players. And then we sped it up and went through the lines. Danilo lays off Lammers. Lammers drops a shoulder and bang it's in the back of the net. It's a stunner. It was it was one of those where you you look back and the build up to that goal was magnificent. Oh, it was yeah. I mean, as someone just posted, I mean that's uh, Paul has just posted forty passes prior to that goal. I would say I mean that was the only goal last night that got me off got me off the chair on my feet. To be honest, because it was a uh, quite spectacular, you know that's how he hit the ball. Uh, and as Davy says, you know when it rattles the underside of the bar, I don't know. It just it seems more impressive when it does that. Just uh, it was some strike by Sam Lammers, and he had the assist for Dessers as well. So no, I mean one of them was going to land, and uh, but well done. I mean he just kept plugging away, and uh, you could see uh, in, in his uh, exchange with the Rangers support, he was. He seemed quite pleased with himself. I think maybe he was making a point. He was giving them the "I told you so" lecture. So maybe right after you, Andrew. Maybe, maybe did you send him the script for the "I told you so" lecture? I can't confirm or deny that that happened. But you know, I, I was I was like yourself. I, I was well and truly out of the seat. Uh, I think most of my neighbours would have heard me um, yeah. screaming because that was a stunner. Certainly, he didn't some... make a. He didn't make a very good job of his pirouette later on, right enough, or was it before it? But he ended up on his backside. Yeah. <laughs> <Right enough. laughs> 
<laughs> Neil's, uh, that, that maybe that's him summed up in uh, two touches. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I think, I think uh, the the team collectively did very well. I mean, with uh, Danilo's goal when when Scott Wright gets just drives forward from the midfield, you know, has to shake off the challenge from the defender, but gets the ball away, gets it to Sima, who passes it to Danilo, who just leathers it home. And I, I just liked his kind of minimalist celebration to. to with the Rangers support, you know, as he just strides towards them to remove his mask and reveal who he is. You know, a Scooby-Doo moment. <laughs> I'm, it's really Danilo. I don't know, is it the real Danilo under there? Because he doesn't do these sort of things, but it was the real Danilo I'm pleased to see. I thought he, he played uh, he played himself into a start on Sunday, Danilo, because he, he just is he's mobile, he's strong, he's committed, he's, he's more, he just Far more of a centre forward than than we've we've seen in recent weeks, and you know, as as, as Davey's saying, you know, if Dessers is best, you know, as an impact player coming off the bench, then um, maybe we've got role reversal because I was crying out, you know, prior to the game on Saturday against uh, against Hearts, so Sunday against Hearts for uh, for Danilo to get the start and Dessers maybe to play the the, the supporting role, but uh, Clemon stuck with the with Dessers starting. But I think uh, that that will. I don't think we we can see. We'll see that on Sunday. I think it will be Danilo from the start, because uh, he for the first time, well, he certainly looked more Brazilian than he has uh, up to now. So <clears throat> we could have had another couple, but I think this, the the chances we were creating, backed up by by the rest of the team, you know, in defence, I thought we were uh, were quite solid. Midfield, Ryan Jack, John Lundstrom. I thought John Lundstrom had, had an excellent game. Uh, just doing what what he needed to do, like being spectacular. But I think uh, overall it was it was an excellent Rangers performance, just by the, the the tempo with which they played, and and how they consistently played with that tempo. We just didn't drop off, and we saw all the way to the end. So I think maybe we learned a wee lesson on Saturday, as if we, as if we needed to, that uh, you know we go all the way all the way to the final whistle, and. Uh, for us to finish right on the at the end with a penalty to Rangers, that just that was the, the cherry on the top of the cake. Yeah, we'll get to the that that penalty and, and the, the VAR decision leading up to it um relatively soon. Um between the that Lammers goal and then the next goal there was two substitutions. Uh, Jose Cervantes came back on uh, after his kind of injury during the international break. He replaced Ryan Jack and Danilo, the man that we marvelled about. His job was done uh, on the 77th minute. He was replaced by Cyril Dessers. Um, I'm sure uh, some people might have turned the, turned the station over, um, seeing him on coming onto the park after some reaction to him being subbed at the, at the weekend. But it didn't take him long uh, to <laughs> to prove those people wrong. Uh, only minutes later... Um, with maybe a little bit of help, a second assist, shall we say, just to reel in uh, the people that are watching, but just not just because they like Rangers, but because they want to see our, our lovely comments in this goal. Um, I have to say, it's a good pass from Sam Lammers. Um, Dessers then makes up the, the yards and then he strikes it and, and it doesn't give Trevor Carson a chance. David T, we all know that Kevin Clancy had nothing to do with that goal, surely. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, I'm going to give a, a what is it you call it, an assist, assist. Yeah, <laughs> you call it. 
the second assist, we'll give him that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely played a big part in it. I, I don't know if 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 the the ball hits the referee, you stop. But if the referee stops a player getting to the what? Maybe that's the Rangers block. Maybe that's what the uh, Naismith was talking about. The, the Rangers block. Maybe we get the referee doing it now. So, so it was a. Uh, no, it was good. But the, the ball from Lammers was absolutely, absolutely spot on the money. I mean, it was just the perfect weight, perfect uh, uh, route that, that it took. I was right on to, right on to Desser's run, and no, he ran in and then the corrected pass to go. I, I mean, I think everybody was sitting thinking, going, "Well, he's going to miss this," but he <laughs> put it into the back of the net, which sort of shocked us all. But. Uh, yeah, no, brilliant, brilliant goal. But for me, the the, the, the big part of it was uh, was again Lammers, Lammers uh, pass. That was absolutely fantastic, absolutely brilliant. And uh, thanks, Kevin, for the for the second assist. <laughs> DVP, I'll, I'll tell you this: of all the signings that we made at the start of the season, I did not think that Kevin Clancy would be up there for the signing of the season, um, but. We we again we had the quick chat before, but the Dundee player has the best angle. He sees the pass, he sees the referee. Clancy only sees the ball. His job is to get out of the way of the ball. There's there's absolutely nothing that they can say that that can look to any form of favoritism. Anything else? Any other opinion than that is just preposterous. I, I, it's almost not worth talking about. I, certainly, sports scene never showed that up, but that seemed to rile the the unhappy mob even even more, <laughs> rile them up even worse. Um, but again, as we said, as David T said, it's a it's a good ball from Lammers. Dessers, as we said, you know, he could be in the goal line in the sections of our support that we think he's got a chance of missing it. So. It's, it's a good one to you know keep him in the scoring the scoring charts because obviously he scored two now, and for under Clement, do you think he'll also be saying you know boss come on give me a shot for Sunday you know give me a, a second chance I'm only all I'm doing is scoring. <laughs> yeah, I I think they'll have him escorted from the premises if he, if he was to pursue that line. No, security will be called. But I mean, I think it's uh, a wee bit rich of the Dundee fans to be complaining about. Uh, you know, we've we've long complained that Father Clancy doesn't have eyes in the front of his head, and they're complaining that he doesn't have eyes in the back of his head. So, I mean, how was he supposed to see the Dundee players from, from from there? Because the Dundee players approaching him, you know, and 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 Clancy steps away from you know the area of play, and it obviously bumps the Dundee player. So. Uh, the Dundee player had all the advantage here. You know, he could see Clancy, you know, as, as he approached where he thought the ball was going to arrive. And if uh, if, if that's the level of his uh, thought process, then he, he wouldn't have won the ball anyway. But the, the ball from Sam Lammers was uh, was superb, doing it quickly, you know, rather than, you know, take it a wee 20-yard hike, just got the ball at his feet, pinged it forward, and Big Dessers is through on it. I thought that the finish was kind of, not unlike Mark Haley. Mark Haley scored a lot of goals for Rangers, you know, that way, you know, when feeding the ball through, striding into the box and absolutely leathered at home. He just, you know, he doesn't do the placement thing, just scalped it. And uh, I thought it was an excellent finish with Dessers. I wasn't confident when when he was striding through, to be honest. So pleasantly surprised to see the net bulge when he, 
when he scudded at home, which was uh, hopefully give him a lift to look quite pleased with himself. And uh, the Rangers support were, were obviously delighted. Dessers has now got a couple under his belt. The one against uh, <clears throat> uh, Hibbs, I thought was kind of, you know, he put it through someone's leg. So I think that, you know, it, that one was a wee bit, you know, it, was a, it looked a nice finish, but I think it was kind of a lucky finish, to be honest. There was nothing about luck about you know, but last night's finish that was a that was a a confident centre forward. So I hope he just keeps it up. But I think he will be in the bench. I think Danilo's got the shout because he just looks a more a more complete. He looks Brazilian, and Dessers doesn't. So although he isn't Brazilian, but no, I think uh, Danilo just offers us more. So we we'll, we should see him in Hamden on Sunday. David T, uh, I'll come across to. It. Their kind of next batch of subs was a double sub, but it was Kieran Dill came back on for from his injury leave. Um, the sooner the better for these kind of injuries, these injured players coming back into the squad. Uh, Clement had obviously stated during the week about you know using the facilities better. You know we need to manage you know our fitness, our health, our players' health better than we've been doing. He said it was the worst puzzle he'd faced in his career. It's good to have, you know. We, we talked. We talked about Sifuentes coming back in. We also had, you know, Bonner was on the bench. Obviously, he had his kind of flare up a few games ago. Dujon Sterling was on the bench, although neither of them made an, an appearance. It's this is all good signs, in your opinion, that you know we're getting back to fitness for the, the kind of the injury crisis is maybe coming to an end. And that, that's for sure. Obviously, the, the more players we've got the the easier it is to make choices. But you you've got to wonder I mean we, we this is not a, a, a thing we've been just been talking about the last few months. This is a thing we've been talking about years and Bill was supposed to be going to sort this out. And remember when Gerard was in Gerard I mean we all we heard of you know, virtually every week there was one of these sports science uh, people joining and what what's happened to them all? Where where, where are they all from what we we heard last week? Is the Claymont uh, is, is is really furious at the sports science department because because of the shape of the players are in. So that seems to be the what, what the question's got to be what what have these guys been doing what what's what's been happening and we all saw in the interview with Claymont when they asked him, do you think that the players were are fit, and his answer was, next question please or, or something to that effect. He didn't answer it anyway. So obviously he thinks there's something wrong somewhere as well, and that that's been his main thing that he's talked about in, in his press conferences. So as I say, you've got to wonder what where where what, what's been happening here. I mean, see the likes of Roof. I, I thought Roof had went to was it the Emirates or somewhere like that or Saudi Arabia and and, and had and had, uh, had had went there or Qatar. It had went there to and it was supposed to be all sorted out now. And now Clemens Clemens coming away and saying, no, no, it's not sorted. We need to get to the root of it. So you, you hear from Rangers, you seem to hear one thing one week and then something else the other week. And then, yeah, it, it just sort of uh, runs down that the players are still getting injured. So obviously we've got, I hope Clemens can do something about it. Obviously, every team gets injuries. They're not going to stop injuries totally. But if a player's not fit and not... Good muscle, uh, was he call it coverage or uh, there's a word for it? Can't come up with it. But um, then, then obviously something can happen. 
the, the more more unfit you are, more chance you've got uh, of an injury. And yeah. I mean, even if that, you've got, you've got, you had to ever see Rangers players with, going down with cramp. I mean, that's the, the only player I can remember going down with cramp was Alan McGregor, and that was just a waste of time. So, so uh, you had to see a Rangers player going down with cramp. But you, you seem to see all other teams going down, players going down with cramp. Yeah, I think that's uh, that could be a mixture of the. The time wasting. We've certainly seen in games where they've got something to hold on to. Um, you know, ah, my pinky toe is it's fallen off. I need ten minutes on the deck, but then I can miraculously walk in two minutes. Uh, that's a whole different debate. So we'll move away from time wasted in, in football um, because you know this is one of wish old folks that could go on for weeks. The other sub in that that eighty fifth minute double sub was Ross McCausland. I say Ross McCausland. Am I right? Who am I thinking of? I'll say I'll say I'll call him Young McCausland because now I'm in my own head about it. Um, I, for some reason, I'm thinking of a player we had during like the third division who was a McCausland as well. Um, I'm sure somebody in the comments might be able to find that. Um, but yeah, McCausland comes back in. Yeah, right uh, yeah it, McCausland obviously he's he's, he's had uh, uh, recent stints and in, in, in the from sub appearances, obviously. He subbed on in Europe um, a few games ago. Um, Clement's been talking about having an element of a Scottish spine almost to the team. Obviously, Ross McCausland's Northern Irish, but he is classed as a youth academy player. So this obviously is still a good thing um, to have youth players chapping on the door of the first team. DVP, do you think he is impressing you in his kind of cameo appearances? Obviously, he's had some more minutes than in other games. Um a longer time on the park, shorter time in the park, but I think he's he's not done anything in those cameo appearances that's made me think. Nah, I don't know if this boy's got it. I mean, obviously, the other the other key player that has been making kind of short waves. I don't want to say short waves because it's not really anything more than we expected. Is obviously Alex Lowry. He's obviously at Hearts. He's doing quite well. You know, I think he got a nice amount of time in the park the other night for for Hearts. He can't play. Obviously, he never played the Ibrox, and he won't play on Sunday with the loan rule, but. It makes you think at the end of the season, you know, what what is what's gonna be the what's gonna be McCausland's next season? What's his what's the, the goal for him? Because you've got Lowry gonna come back. Is he gonna be the person that's gonna be loaned out next? No, I think uh, he will he will make a the breakthrough this season because uh, only last week Clemon says he doesn't care whether they're seventeen or thirty seven. It's all about, you know, what they do on the pitch. So uh, McCausland has not let us down in any way. I thought the boy has looked very good. In, in fact, prior to uh, the game against Hearts at the weekend and, and last night, I would have been, uh, I'm expecting to see McCausland feature in the first 11 because uh, this boy is, uh, he's got it. So I think in terms of Scott Wright, you know, you know, you know what I think of Scott Wright. So I think he could, uh, he could slot in there. Uh, and, and do a job for us, and he's and he, as he has done when he's came off the bench. So, I think uh, McCausland will not be far away from from a start. I think if the boy just keeps chipping away, he, his time will come, and his time will come quite soon, I suspect. David T. Uh, again, it's just because I was just looking there. He's, I think it's four appearances he's made now for the club, and one in Europe. I'm trying to think. The last time that we kind of did that was for King, and that was due to the fact that I had a good chance of being called up for centre back cover. Um, 
that, that kind of forced the manager's hand to bring Leon King. He was on the bench last night, he didn't feature. But as a whole, you've got to say that McCausland having some game time, King's been in and about the squad, Devine's been in and about the squad recently. We're doing quite... I don't want to jinx it because, you know, Alan McCoy could... I go back to Alan McCoy's days and, you know, I just don't like that player, so I'm not going to play him for Rangers, regardless of how good he is. Um, for the youngsters, you know, it's... it's We're doing really quite well in terms of giving these youngsters kind of a pathway. Because that's all we can, that's all we can do for like the B team to the first team is you need to give them a pathway and, and then they need to take the next steps. Well, I think you can add the Loveways to that as well because I think Loveways would have played a lot more games after his, his cameo against St Myrne. Uh, it's just unfortunate he got injured. Uh, I believe it's a hamstring he had, so that's probably so. 68 weeks. 68 weeks he'll, he'll be out. But, um, yeah, I, th- I think we're, 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 we're looking good that way. I think uh, it, used to, it used to be that the, the players that were really small and they, they, they never get a chance at all. But I, I don't think I don't think Clamont will look at it that way. I think it's how good you can play football. The only thing, I mean, I'm still, I'm still a wee bit, because of his, his height, I'm still a wee bit um, worried about the, the left-back, about... Yeah, of, of course, his name Yama. Yama is uh, of course his name now. Um, yeah, he's, yeah, he's quite short. Else, as you would say. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, what I'm worried about that is the likes of what happened last week is headers at the back post because I don't think he will be able to handle that, and that 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 I think's a big problem for us. And the one thing that I would have against Yama's playing, and the 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 probably they'll try the same boy and and Sunday. Unfortunately, I can't see the game on Sunday. It's going to be the first game I'm, I've got. I'm going to miss. But um, no, that's that's the one worry about that. But I think I think we're bringing through a, a, a lot of use. But you've you've got to. I mean, I remember us saying that a, a few years ago. Oh, wait till the under 16s come through. Then then we'll get a, a crop of players. Well, I think that that was in the sort of a Billy Gilmore time as well. When when he came through, he obviously he obviously went to Chelsea, but King King was in that that sort of a same group as well. So they are starting to come through, and obviously this McCausland I think is I think that sort of he'll be in this, that sort of age group as well. He's he's twenty twenty one now I think McCausland. So I mean he's, he's twenty. He's 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 not a he's not a young pup anymore. He's at he's at the point in his career where he's either going to make it or he's or he's sort of a not going to make it at Rangers. So I hope he I hope he does. And the signs are that I've seen him up to now. He's, he's played well. There's certainly he's certainly not looked any worse than any of the other players in the team. In fact, he's looked better than, than some of. We're still to we're, we're still to see some players make any kind of form for Rangers. And and we, we could up until yesterday we could add Lammers to that and Dessers to that. So he's definitely. If they're good enough, they're if they're good enough, they're old enough and get them in there. Uh, I, I was just uh, having a quick glance uh, on my phone, just trying to have a look through after my Ross McCausland first name conundrum there, and I don't want to break my arm by giving myself too much of a pat in the back, but the player that I had that sprung to mind was Kyle McCausland, who between the years of two thousand and twelve and two thousand and fifteen, he made four appearances for Rangers, um, and then went on, it went on to have a pretty Mediocre career in, in the lower Scottish divisions. Uh, that's just that's my wheelhouse. That kind of time, McCoy's as the manager, the third division, second division. Um, 
a lot of people are trying to forget about that, but it is stained in my memory, unfortunately. Um, but moving on, uh, that'll be one I can I'll remember for a while. That was a good find. Um, moving on to uh, the three words that everybody wants to hear: penalty to Rangers. Um, there was two incidents that you could have said were, were worth looking at VAR for because we were sitting watching it, and not only did Dessers get hands towards the face, which we've seen penalties been given for. Um, I've actually seen red cards being given for if we want to ref the game that the way that we refed Alfredo Morelos for the ninety minutes. But moving on, it was actually given to, you know, a misplaced boot that caught Tavernier in a, uh, in the kind of after he passed the ball. It's a penalty because you know he makes that contact. Tavernier gets a sore one. No one likes getting studs on top of the foot. Do you think I'll, I'll go to David Pollock and I say, do you think that might be one? where the penalty to Rangers Brigade will maybe have to look at themselves and go, probably a penalty. Yeah, I mean, I, I want them to be as controversial as possible. I, I just was, was a, a wee bit sad that way. But when you uh, watched it back, I mean, it, it must have broke Father Clancy's heart. You know, after the after the block on the Dundee player, you know, for, for Dessers' goal, you know, for it, Insult to injury was that he had to go to, he was referred to the monitor, you know, and, and he had to trip over and and duly obliged because, you know, the oh my God, I bet he didn't sleep last night, you know, and assisting a Rangers goal and then having to award the penalty. So, that, uh, brilliant. I'm, I'm, I'm just father, I'm father glad he had such a horrible evening having to give a penalty to Rangers. So that was an absolute stonewaller, I mean, because he's uh, put, put studs right into uh, Tab's foot. So, you know, it's uh, you don't have to be qualified in, it, in anything at all to understand that, that that's a penalty kick. So, which, yes, they then dispatched and just completed their evening and uh, an excellent night's work done at Dens Park. I think he spent an hour in confession last night, Dave, uh, after after the game. <laughs> he got home from Dundee about two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah, I, I just want to bring notice to, obviously, it's been, for most of the start of the season, it was, we were trying to forget how we've been playing, but for an 11 league matches, James Tavernier scored five goals and has had two assists. Obviously, that stat doesn't break down the amount of penalties. That he has scored, we all know. We know Tavernier is on set pieces, so he's most likely to score. But I feel like it's it's rinse and repeat that you keep on saying those are outrageous numbers for a right back, David. That it's it's just becoming the at the scripted moment that Tavernier scores, and we keep looking and going, "Wow, incredible stats for a right back." Yeah, well, is I mean, is it, there is a lot of penalties in amongst it. But there's also an awful lot of field goals in, in amongst it. He pops up at the, the back post quite a lot. He wins a lot of headers in the box. And, and sometimes you just see him playing, playing as a striker from, from the right-back position. So, no, I think, I mean, how many is it he's got now? It must be heading towards 110 or something like that. He's, he's, he's got well over 100. Yeah, yeah well over 100 now, yeah, because he got 100 last season. That, was it Park Head he scored? He's 100. Um, but, yeah, he's... He's always going to get talked about, and I do. I keep on saying, that obviously, the people that have been questioning the armband being on him. Um, Clement said it already. He's not going to take the armband off him because he's not. He's not seen anything that would warrant it being taken off him. So that that should be put to bed. 
I think he'll be a player that when he when he eventually retires at, at still being at the club when he retires as as one of our players or he does move on. I don't I don't see him having many other stops in his career. Um, he's thirty two now. Um, David, I, th- I think he'll be a player that we'll look back and say, you know what, fair play. You know, he, he certainly he did he did he did his job. I mean, he did above and beyond what you would expect from a right back. Well, I think if the Stato is among us, uh, compiled a list of, of players who have scored more than 100 goals for Rangers. And, uh, you know, someone could Google that and give us a, a wee report, perhaps. Uh, Tav is, is in very illustrious company. And I think, and I know uh, Curry gets, gets his knickers in a twist about Tav and hearing froths at the mouth about, you know. I'm sure he'll be typing as you say that, by the way. Continuing to appear for Rangers. But when you look at the numbers and when you do the comparison, you look at the names who Tavernier is among for people who have scored more than 100 goals for Rangers. Tav absolutely deserves his place in the Hall of Fame. He is a, he's an absolute sensation. And I think lots of people have said recently and, and uh, you know, when he was mentioned for the Hall of Fame that we won't actually fully appreciate him until he's gone. And uh, I think that will be the, that will very much be the case with, with James Tavernier. Because his his numbers are, are just outrageous when you when you have a look at them and take a step back and, and look what this guy delivers for us and it's just nuts it's just nuts. So, but I, I invite someone to maybe they could send us a who, who is who is above him and who's below him in terms of goal scores for, scoring more than a hundred goals for Rangers because uh, that, that's just an incredible return. Yeah, I I fully agree. You know, he gets his stick for you know a defender should defend first and foremost. But in games where he scored goals, you know, you need to ask everybody else where were you in terms of scoring. It shouldn't have to be Tavernier that scores the goals, but there he is. You know, um, you can't you can't argue if the ball falls to him and he puts the ball in the net. You can't go, oh, it's him that scored again, can you? But um, you know. It was it was the, that was the final goal in the game, and it was a very comfortable result. I think we'd be lying to ourselves if we said we wouldn't take more of the same on Sunday. Would we agree, David T? Yeah, definitely. It's, uh, I hope we would go out and play with that. I, I don't know how Hearts will, will approach this game. Probably the same way as uh, they approach. They'll probably try to just get a, a goal at the beginning and then defend uh, with, with, with 10 men again, so what they did it. Uh, the eyebrows with eyebrows uh, the other the other week, and but so one thing I want to get off my chest. I've I've heard an awful lot the last few weeks. So I've listened to Radio Clyde and I've I've, I've, I've read other sources, and what they, they always say there's not Rangers have not had a penalty against them for for a, a long long time. But see if teams are in our in our penalty box about twice a game, they're not going to get a penalty. You've got to get into your box to get a penalty, and when teams are not getting, are not very coming out and, and, and trying to get into a box, then then they're not going to get penalties. So that's one 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 thing I, I want to get off my chest. Uh, we we play virtually week after week against teams parking the bus and just hoping hoping they can get a goal from a from a from a, a long throw in or. A, 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 a ball launched from from halfway into the penalty box. That's, that's the only way they, they they try to get a goal. I mean, you've got your Livingston do that, and uh, all, all these hearts have obviously done it the other week. 
So the other teams are not going to are not going to get near getting a penalty. But um, I've I've watched what the original question was now. Uh, <laughs> Just basically that we'd have more of the same on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely, and I, I totally agree with David. And Danny Danilo has got to start. And just the the extra bit of movement. I think that's that's the big word. I think that we're, that we're looking for movement. It just brings so much more movement into the team. And you can see when 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 the midfielders have got something. I mean, that, I think that was a, a lot to do with uh, John Lundstrom as well, passing the ball back. There's no move. There was no, no movement for for a, for a long time. You've just got to get players sort of a standing next to the the centre half. But Danilo must must be a hell of a player to mark because he's he's dropping short, he's going wide, he's he's, he's going everywhere and pulling the centre halves with him, and it just gave yesterday so much so much more room to pass into, and I, I thought I thought uh, I'll, I'll even say it, I thought Lundstrom was uh, was excellent as well. The last few games he's been excellent, and if he plays like that, if he plays like that every week, I'll I'll, I'll give him. I, I won't I won't be saying though he's the greatest player there because he's. Uh, I'm afraid he's a long way short of that. Steady, Dave. We're going to have to break out the medicinal brandy if you keep this up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, listen, I thought seeing Danilo, I thought, do you know what I was impressed with with Danilo? He spends as much time trying to get away from the defenders, you know, than, than he does, you know, you know, holding the ball up because he's, he's so much moving. He's trying to get away from them. Whereas Dessers, I think he's chained to them, you know. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I mean, Alfie, two yards. Alfie loved going for the defenders as well, and he he loved getting into a wrestling match with them. But Alfie had the body, and uh, he yeah, that was his game. But obviously, Dessers, I don't know whether he tries to do the same as Alfie, but he's not very good at it. Let's put it that way. And uh, obviously, Dessers, um, sorry, Danilo's uh, different. He, as you say, he tries to break free, make room for himself. And I mean, with that that header goal at the back post last week, absolutely corker of a goal. Just the way he, he made a couple of yards away from the defender, who the, the ball went over his head and he was ready there to head in the net. Brilliant goal, just the way you should. Yeah, obviously with Sam Lammers last night, we had a contender for goal of the season, no doubt about it. What a strike by Sam Lammers. But the one that Danilo took through, you know, with, with the long ball through the half, he headed it up in the air, mm-hmm. And then got the next header on it straight in front of him and was straight through in goals, put it over the bar. I think had he put that one in, that would also be a contender for goal of the season because, uh, you know, two, he was up against the defender, wins the first ball, wins the second ball, clean through in goal, and he got a fluffed it at the end. But what a finish that would have been. You know, so, no, I think uh, Danilo just offers far more movement, just a higher tempo. Than Dessers, it's all just too pedestrian. You know, he just looks like you know. I know we've used the towing a caravan analogy quite a few times, but I think it's also true of Dessers. He just looks sluggish in terms of his moving. Although in terms of last night's goal, you know, he showed uh, a, a turn of foot to with the ball. He obviously, had plenty of room. He's got a clear run in and goal, and it was a lovely finish. So it's good to see that he, he does have it in him. You know, that was uh, comforting to see that. But uh, Danilo for me on Sunday. No, that's uh, if that doesn't happen, then there will be another cheeky email going to Philip. I think he does need to practice one on one with the goalkeeper written up, Dave, because he missed a bit. 
what three or four last night, one and one and one with the goalkeeper. So he needs to he needs to practice up now a wee bit in that. Yeah. No, no, he missed a, a couple of howlers. You know, one which was suspected offside, but obviously in the replay we saw that he actually wasn't offside. Because I think the commentary team assumed that it, it would have been flagged, but it wasn't offside. So no, I think as we said at the start, he, he could have had a hat trick the first half. Yeah, as I said, it would have been a nice scoreline, even better scoreline if he had maybe added one or two more. Um, but yeah, I I would agree. Even though Odessa's did a lot to maybe start proving the doubters wrong, I think Daniel has to start against Hearts on Sunday. We'll do a quick kind of before we wrap up for the night. We'll we'll, we'll kind of talk quickly about the opposition on Sunday. Obviously, Hearts we played recently at Ibrox. Um, didn't start very well. Obviously, Shanklin scored the goal, a lovely cross from Cochrane, and Shanklin just nods it into the far corner. Butland, I don't think I did much about it. Um, and that says a lot. Butland's a superb keeper, and he didn't give him a chance. Um, since then, you know, it, it that game almost to a lot of the heart support was that's it. The Naismith experience, the, the experiment has has gone wrong. Cancel it. Let's look for somebody else. They managed to snap their kind of winless streak that they had, but if you look at that, it's a two-each draw against Hibs, a 4-1 loss against Celtic, and a 2-1 loss against us. It's kind of, you maybe would have hoped for a win in the Edinburgh Derby, but you wouldn't have been asking for much more there. Um, he'll maybe, he's in the spot where you probably get a lot of a lot of credit if he can get a result against us on Sunday, um, if he can knock us out and get the team to a final, but I think if they were going off of how they set up at Ibrox, from 45 minutes onwards, they parked the bus, they took off attackers and brought on centre-backs, and they, they they just kind of caved in. Um, if they go anywhere like that, if they try and play play for the, the result that they've they've managed to carve out and just sit back, then we'll pick them up with pieces, David. P, uh, do you think it's going to be similar, or do you think you'll learn from his mistakes, Naismith? I think I think it'll be similar, but see, this is one thing that sort of uh, annoys me, and Bill was guilty of it as well. A lot of times, when when we were uh, trying to hold on to a, to a, a, a one 0 win, a one 0 uh, goal, he would take off a forward and put on Ryan Jack, and it takes away all your. I mean, I remember we done that against Celtic last year. We were, I think we were. Or a couple of goals up, and he took off. He took off the centre forward, and he put on Ryan Jack, which just took all our danger away. We weren't creating it, so the ball we were kicking the ball away, and it was coming back just as quick as as, as we were kicking it away. And I think that's what a lot of I, I hate. I hope Pomon doesn't do that because if you don't keep a danger in your team, the other team they can move in the centre half, so and into the midfield. So they're just going to going to bombard you in the midfield, and due to that, they normally stick on a second or even a third striker. I think Celtic done that that day, stuck on a, 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 a three strikers, and we were trying to get the ball away, and we, it was just coming back, and that that's a big problem with that. You've you've got to keep a danger, and if Hearts, I mean Shankland ended up, he ended up the goal line, kicked the ball off the goal line, didn't he? So. All their danger was away. So it was in an extra time. It was just waiting for a goal for us, really. When you when you think about it, although I don't think we, if we didn't get the penalty, I don't think we would have scored. To be honest with you, but uh, obviously that that 
broke the Dutch back, as they say. So, no, that's uh, I, I, I hope they come out and and, and they try and play as a play again. I mean, Aberdeen done it in the second half against us, didn't they? They, they come out and they they obviously beat us three one. So, I mean, a lot of times it is. I I, I think that's where teams against Celtic as well. To be honest with you, they they, they just try and get ten men behind the ball and they don't. And Celtic are just pummeling them, pummeling, pummeling them away in the midfield and moving the 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 players, even their defensive midfield, that moves up into into an attacking position. And eventually, they just cave in. And that's that's just the the, the way I, I hope. I mean, if they play, we play against ten ten men at the back, and obviously we've got to hope that we don't get a lose a goal right away at the beginning because uh, yeah, it's flying up against a brick wall, isn't it? Yeah, I think uh, I, I think he's he's not got a chance of saying you know we're going to sit up if we can get a result and then we'll sit on it because I think it's not going to work with that. The Rangers faithful and obviously. You know, the light outside the opposition at Hamden Park. You know, we're in a in a competition that no disrespect to the other teams in it, but without Celtic in this stage, we should go on and win. Davy P, we just need to get ahead down and do the business in the semi final and then in the final because there's no excuse. No, absolutely none. Because uh, and I think we uh, saw. Just a wee change in attitude that we've been crying out for in terms of the tempo, the commitment, you know, the pace with which we play the game. Because it, we, as we were complaining about for months, all too slow, too laboured, far too many touches across the back. You know, let's get the let's get the ball forward. You know, ask questions of them, play with you know, which means playing the riskier ball from time to time. And and you know, I, it did kind of enter my head briefly. That you know, Sam Lammers at least you know when he, he did lose possession a couple of times, but when I'm far more forgiving of losing possession when it's in, in an attempt for us to break through, you know, and place a forward pass, trying to thread something through to, to one of our strikers, to, you know, to get in and goal, rather than it being you know a touch back and losing the ball. So uh, I think we should be as long as we've got you know the, the commitment, the energy, and. and you know, the tempo that we played with last night, I think will be okay. Because, you know, on paper, we have got far more uh, options than, than Hearts do. We've got far far better players than Hearts do. So I think if we apply ourselves properly on Sunday, then I think we should be okay. Do you know what, what pleased me last night as well, Dave and Andrew, was that how often have you seen Rangers getting a 2-0 win and then just sitting back on it? Clement was was pushing us on even when we were five now. He was still pushing us forward, still trying to get us to move forward. And I, I mean, I haven't really seen that in a Rangers team for for years, to be honest with you. But uh, as I say, the normally is get, get two, three, and then we'll stop, we'll pass the ball about. And uh, but Clement wouldn't have wouldn't have that. He was pushing us on, so that was really pleasing. David, and and the the concrete example of that is is uh, Dessa's goal. Because the ball obviously breaks to Sam Lammers, who's now in midfield. We've got a comfortable lead. All he has to do is run that ball forward 30, 40 yards, you know, use up some time, have the Dundee players chase him about the pitch for, for a, a couple of minutes, run the clock down. But he didn't. Immediately when he won the ball, pinged it straight through, you know, playing a 40-yard pass to Lammers, 
who's clean in and goal, and, and we then eventually get get another goal rather than settling for you know a couple of minutes of possession, you know, in, in the tail end of the game. So that that was uh, it was pleasing to see, and I, and I hope we uh, take that into Sunday. Yeah. Yep, I, I would 100% agree with that, but I'm just conscious of time. Uh, we'll do it as we always do. Um, I'll start with you, David Thomason. Um, what you say, thanks to the audience. And what is your score prediction for the, our Via Play Cup semi final game on Sunday? Well, thanks for everybody for listening. I am absolutely shattered. I'm going to miss it. I'm not going to be able to obviously watch it later on. I'll maybe try switch my telephone off from pinging all these uh, uh, the gallon few. WhatsApps, uh, so as I don't know the score and watch it later on. But um, I think I think we'll beat Hearts easier this time. I think uh, I'm going to go for three nil win. Three nil win, David P. I, I'll go for that. Is it higher or lower than than three? <laughs> I'm attempting fate. No, I'm going. I'm going to be a a wee bit of a maybe not a shite bag, but a wee bit more pragmatic. I'm going for two nil. On, on Sunday, I think we should uh, we should see Hearts off comfortably if we apply ourselves correctly. That is the that's the key thing is if we apply ourselves correctly. Um, just want to say, obviously, thanks to all the all the listeners tonight. Um, just uh, happened right at the start, but I've kept on the side now. Aldo for his membership, four months. Cami K seven months, and Caroline for seven months. The continued support, obviously, is superb. Thank you very much. Uh, we'll keep doing these shows as much as you keep watching them, um, that's for sure, um, because we will talk about Rangers all day. Um, certainly one of my favourite things to do. So thank you very much tonight. I will say that the Teddy Bears will win 3 now. I'll go 3 as well. Um, I'm thinking that Danny will score, Dessers will score, and Tavernier will get a penalty, um, because why not? A quick one, Andrew, just before we go. Do you think Balligan will stay in his place in, on Sunday? Or, or will you... I don't think he's put a foot wrong. I think he, he, he did a really good show in the other night. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it, if it was, obviously, keeping keeping Suter out. I don't know if it was an injury. Or, um, he's If he's injured, then Davies has just been dropped. Because I'm, just, I'm still looking at the subs there. Balligan was the only... Experienced, we'll say centre back there because it was only King on the bench. What you could have said, you could have subbed on as a centre back. No suitor and no Davy. So I wonder what what we'll maybe hear in press conferences leading up to Sunday about our uh, our availability at centre half. Um, but I'm sure that that will be covered in the daily news show, which of course you can get if you subscribe to the channel for a pound a month. Uh, I'm sure Colin will be very happy that I've managed to slide that in right at the end. Um, but Thanks for listening, everybody, and we hope your team wins on Sunday.